Welcome in. It's early signing day, national early signing day. Lots of great recruits coming in. We're going to talk about it. We're going to break them down. Vandy got a great class. And let's get this thing going. It's Locked on Vandy. You are Locked on Vandy, your daily podcast on the Vanderbilt Commodores, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Happy early signing day and welcome into the Locked on Vandy podcast on the Locked on Podcast Network. I'm your host, Corey Burton. Thanks for making Locked on Vandy your first listen each and every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube as a part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. We, we thank you everydayers. I might be starting to get some everydayers. And I thank you and thank you, thank you. Hope you multiply. All right, today's episode is presented by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. So visit fanduel.com slash locked on to get started. Well, 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 it's early National Signing Day. Vanderbilt welcomes some ballers. And on to West End with this signing class. Uh, this might be the group to help turn it all around. I'm going to tell you why. But before I really get into that, I want to tell you this. I, I, I This came out in a press release, and this is something Vandy should be proud of. Vanderbilt Athletics was once again posted as one of the leading graduation success rates in the nation, according to data released by the National Collegiate Athletic Association, otherwise known as NCAA. For the 2016-17 report includes four class average for student athletes enrolling in 2013 to 14, 14 to 15, 15 to 16, 16 to 17. Vandy scored a 97% graduation rate. So this GSR indicates the percentage of freshmen as well as student athletes who transferred into an institution and receive athletics aid who graduated within six years. This marks the eighth consecutive year that Vanderbilt has led all Southeastern conference schools in that metric. The Commodores also finishing the top five amongst all power five programs. So the Commodores men's and women's basketball, bowling, men's cross country, men's and women's golf, lacrosse, soccer, and men's and women's tennis team each earned a hundred percent mark while all Vandy programs reported a score at 90% or higher. The Commodores also paced the SEC with a 95% GSR in football. This includes all scholarship athletes in its GSR study. Athletes who transfer in good standing do not count against the school's GSR. Schools are also not allowed to count incoming transfers and early enrollees who subsequently graduate. So this is really, really good news. This is really cool uh, for Vandy to be able to say that. That's a pretty good. That's a pretty good recruiting pitch saying, "Hey, if you come here, you're probably going to graduate with a degree." And those degrees are pretty valuable. So speaking of people who are coming in, Vandy signed a really, really, really nice recruiting class. Got a lot of good, uh, a lot of good ballers. Uh, got some really good defensive backs and really good receivers to fill in. Uh, really love the defensive ends that were able to pull. Uh, got a couple of quarterbacks, a transfer quarterback today from New Mexico State. We'll talk about him in a little bit uh, when we talk about quarterbacks. But I want to focus on the early enrollees first. Those are the guys that are coming in almost immediately, and then uh, then we'll focus on some of the we'll focus on the quarterbacks, and then we'll finish out with uh, with the others. And I don't really want to classify them as others because because uh, they're not 
others. They're just people who aren't quarterbacks and early enrollees. So the early enrollees are Dante Carter, Alvin Williamson, Callahan Blair, Simeon Bulware, and Mason Carter. Those are the guys that are expected to be mid-year enrollees. So we're going to start with Dante Carter. Him and his teammate Alvin Williamson are coming from Sabalo, Texas, Steel High School in Sabalo, Texas. They're both defensive backs. One's a corner, one's a safety. So this, this tandem here is going to be pretty good. Uh, Dante Carter, 6'2", 174 pounds. Uh, Alvin Williamson, 6'1", 180 pounds. So they got two long defensive backs. Now, what I what really stands out in watching, watching the film, you have four-star Dante Carter at safety and three-star Alvin Williamson at corner. Now, what stood out when I watched their film, uh, they, they both have really, really good range. Dante Carter at the safety position can cover a lot of ground and seems like he is the guy that organizes everything on the back end because he knows where he wants you to set up and he knows kind of where that he knows where the ball's going and he has a knack for making the play on the ball in the air. There's one play, his first clip of his huddle highlight, and I can't show you because we don't own the video, but make sure you go and watch it. There's a play where he's on the hash and the balls, I think the ball's in the middle of the field, if I remember correctly, balls in the middle of the field. He, it's a deep ball to the sideline. He runs over and it looks like he just knocks over and, and blows up the play. Well, turn to find out, he actually picked it off. So he swiped it. I think he swipes it out of the air and then just kind of corrals it. If you remember that David Pollock play from 2002, it's kind of something similar to that. Uh, Alvin Williamson coming in, big body, big long body, um, you know, is very rangy, can can play different coverages. Um, again, just just a just a talent, talented kid there. Fast, good hip turn, uh, has good coverage skills. Dante Carter can play in the slot. He can match up on on somebody's number two receiver. He can he can play a lot of different things. Dante Carter, I think, is going to be the biggest. I think he's going to be the biggest asset in this in this uh, re, in this recruiting class because defensively they need help big time on the back end. And I think uh, CJ Taylor getting some getting some help out there uh, will be tremendous. I think Dante Carter and uh, Randon Randon Fontenet will be uh, will be two guys that uh, could could stand to benefit from Dante Carter's arrival, and then Alvin Williamson given given some depth over there at the corner. Now, uh, another position of need is the defensive line, and Vandy got quite a few. Now we talked about we talked about Zaylen Wood, we talked about Cordray Sindor. At the uh, as transfers, uh, Wood coming from MTSU and uh, Cordray coming from Purdue. Uh, we did not really talk much about the incoming uh, defensive defensive lineman uh, Callahan, Callahan Blair, Simeon Bulware, and Mason Carter. So let's start with Blair. All right, Blair's coming to us from Cavalry Christian High School in Clearwater, Florida. All right, now what stands out about him? All right, is he plays the edge really, really well. He he. He has really good, he has really good awareness, really good body control. When he comes off the edge, he can break down and redirect. All right, pass rush is also elite. Put he he has really good, he has a really good kind of a dip move where you get up underneath the offensive line, offensive lineman, and and they can't really get any leverage on you. And he's really good at exploding around that hip. Once he gets to that hip, and 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 that finishing touch there on on the on the quarterback and 
He's a sure tackler. And he's just an athletic body out there. And playing in the state of Florida, where it's just raw athletes everywhere, he really kind of stands out and just has a knack for getting the ball out and punching the ball out and just, just making plays all over the place. And just a really, really impressive player to me. Uh, somebody that I think is going to be an absolute nightmare uh, on in pass rush for opposing offensive linemen. So that's uh, that's some that's something that not a lot of people are going to look forward to game by game. Simeon Bullware coming in from Decula, Georgia. Uh, when you when you look at when you look at Bullware, he's also another defensive end edge guy. Um, he is more of a hand down guy. He is he is somebody that's a little bit taller, leaner. Probably not quite as fast and athletic as Blair, but he's also somebody that's probably in a four-three scheme or in a, in a four-down scheme. He's probably going to play with his hand down, or he may play as a four technique if they build him to that in in, in the weight room. Um, somebody that can contribute early on special teams. Somebody that can go out and play maybe uh, if it's a if it's an odd front look. Maybe he can play the the inline run run side guy or the boundary, something like that. I think he'd be a good fit at. But in at Decula, he played hand down a lot. He's just he's got power. He's a pretty powerful athlete. Just I just watched him bowl over somebody. Um and he's just again just gets I, he's very raw with his technique, and, but he's very strong. He comes off the ball, and he just has a knack again for 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 making plays. He's just a big, big dude, right? And if he works on his moves, works on his hand, I think he I think he'll be even more dangerous on the defensive line. But I think he's somebody that could play a four technique. He could play he could play a a, a rush end on in the boundary side um, as a stand up guy. I mean, he he's he's got a little bit of versatility, so. I am, I am in, in, impressed with him as well. All right, so got some really, really strong guys coming in this early signing class. The last one I'm going to talk about before, uh, before we uh, head into our first break is Mason Carter uh, from Baldwin High School in Jacksonville. Again, another Russian, six five, two hundred pounds, just big, long, lanky body. Uh, I think is somebody you need to incorporate into your pass rush. Anytime you can get a 6'5", 200-pound guy, just pure speed. I mean, anybody who wears number one as defensive lineman is, is, is outstanding. Also plays uh, quarterback <laughs> in some situations for, for his high school down in, down in Baldwin. So uh, just, a, just a superior athlete, honestly. Um, but watching him, watching him and Blair uh, rush the passer is going to – and is going to be awesome. Watching him and Sindor rush the passer is going to be something beautiful, right? He's just so fast off the edge, and he's got such long arms and such big, just a big wingspan, just a nice, raw, just pure athlete. I, I think you're going to see a lot of a lot of athleticism there because, again, what he does a really good job of is when he comes off the edge, he can redirect, right? He can redirect, and he can get – he can change the direction. He can change his running direction – pretty quickly so three you know you got seven really good players coming in uh early enrollees one two three four no actually five i can't count Jeez, louise um i I need to go to vanny take a math class but no uh you have really good five really good early enrollee high school kids not to mention you have the transfers that are that will be also on campus they are going to be early enrollees as well uh keyshawn johnson uh 
you know, Cordray, uh, Cordray Sindor, Zaylin Wood, uh, those guys, uh, Stephen Lasoya, uh, Nate Johnson, uh, and, and the new quarterback. So when we uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about quarterbacks. We're going to talk about the two the two uh, incoming freshmen, and we're going to talk about the new kid from New Mexico State. We've gone on and on about Nate Johnson, and we'll tell you how they all kind of fit together. We'll do that next. LinkedIn Jobs, right? So when you're hiring for small businesses, we want to have as many top-tier candidates as possible to interview. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. It's important. Right? It's important to have quality candidates as well because LinkedIn is not just any other job board. LinkedIn has a fast network of more than a billion professionals, which makes it the best place to hire. Hiring is easy when you have that many quality candidates. So easy, in fact, that 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. LinkedIn knows that small businesses are wearing so many hats and might not have the time or resources to hire. Thankfully, LinkedIn... The process is intuitive, quick, and easy. They even just launched a feature that helps you write job descriptions, making the process even easier and quicker. So post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college. That's linkedin.com locked on college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. All right. Welcome back. Thanks for making Locked on Vandy your first listen each and every day. When you're done, check out SEC, Locked on SEC. You can see yours truly um, make an appearance there. Chris Gordy, great, great host, great hospitality there. I had a really good time on his show, uh, Locked on SEC. You really need to check it out. If you're not, you're missing out, really, truthfully. So uh, talking early, National Signing Day. Uh, Vandy coming in, uh, according to ESPN's rankings, coming in as the 45th best class in the country. And most of you are probably thinking 45, that's pretty terrible. But when you're 2-10 and 10 and you're Vandy and you haven't had a whole lot of success in a lot of areas of anything football-related, being the 45th best class, which is an improvement, is good. Hiring your great offensive coordinator is a good thing. Right? There's all improvements. Vandy looks like they're going to start spending some money on NIL. That's a good thing. So be excited a little bit. Is it the number one class like Georgia? No. Is it top 25? No. But is it looking that it's going to trend that way? Yes, because Vandy's going to become a pretty good place to play. You got a great degree program. You're going to have some pretty good NIL opportunity. You're going to have a nice little nucleus around you. If Clark Lee can have some success and build on this recruiting success, I think you have a chance at having a really, really good special team. Starts at the quarterback position, and it starts by keeping that pipeline at the quarterback position. And that's that's important because if you can't keep the pipeline going at the quarterback position, you really don't have anything, right? So what I liked about what I liked about the quarterback position that Vandy was able to get is Vandy was able to get two in-state guys, right? Uh, Jay St. Hilaire uh, from Macaulay 
and they were able to get Whit Muschamp from it's uh, Jeremy St. Hilaire, but he goes by Jay. Uh, and you were able to get Whit Muschamp from Baylor. Two guys that compete against each other their entire careers because they play in the same league and they played against each other in the state championship, which was fun. Uh, they're both coming to Vandy to compete. And unfortunately, probably one of them will transfer in the transfer portal at some point because you can only play one quarterback. So we'll see which one it is and we'll see what, how this battle goes in the spring. This will be a lot of fun. They're not early enrollees. So we'll see. We'll see what happens in the summer then, fall camp. How about that? Sounds like a better. Uh, Jeremy St. Hilaire, uh, we're going to start with him. He's coming from Macaulay. He's 6'4", 220, um, really athletic quarterback, um, has a really nice arm. He, he's athletic. And when I say athletic, I, that usually means that, that they can't throw. But this guy is a good all-around uh, five-school quarterback. He moves great in the pocket. He can run when he has to. Throws absolute dimes, right? And just um, – Throws really good on the run. He's just he just has a lot of comfort in the pocket. And I, I think that's important that he's able to kind of maneuver around. And, and what I really like about his poise is that he keeps his eyes downfield even when there's trash going on in front of him. Right. There's so many of these plays in his highlight reel where there's dudes and there's defensive uh, linemen and linebackers in his face, and he's unfazed by it. He just he just skirts around him and just delivers an absolute pellet downfield. Right. There's one where he scrambles, you know, he can go under center. He can get space from the line of scrimmage, and he can he can rip a shot across the field. I mean, this guy has this guy has all the tools he needs to be able to succeed at the at the, at the college level, and I think he has the benefit of having a seat of having a transfer come in and and be able to learn from. So this is going to be an interesting deal at quarterback because Nate Johnson's coming in with three years eligibility. He's you know you got Jeremy St. Hilaire coming in as a freshman, going to compete at the quarterback position. And uh, I think he does, does a really good job here. And, uh, you know, just watching his highlights, I think again, the poise is probably what stands out to me the most. And that's probably going to be the most important thing given where Vandy is on the offensive line, because they're extremely young and given where they are uh, skill wise, talent wise, you know, th there's going to have to be some probably got to get to know his teammates a little bit and probably going to have to have some poise and be able to deliver the, deliver the ball on time and he's going to have to read. So having his eyes downfield in the face of pressure is also very, very important. So uh, I, I implore you to go watch his huddle highlights and, and go just check out what Jeremy St. Hilaire has to offer. I mean, the dude is the dude's just good, man. He's tall, rangy, just looks like a quarterback, just comfortable back there in the pocket. All right. Now Whit must champ. Coach's son, right? Those are some of the best guys to have, right? Because when you have coach's sons, they are typically extremely high football IQ. Um, he is also, he's a little bit shorter, 6'1", 170 pounds, but again, tough as nails. Um, again, high football IQ, so he knows where he wants to go with the ball. Probably somebody that's going to be a force in the run game. Probably somebody that could almost fit very, very well into a Tim Beck system. And again, just a playmaker. He's somebody that can also scramble around. He's somebody that can also buy time for himself and deliver uh, deliver good good shots downfield. Now, he his windup is a little bit more. He's more of an He's more of a, just an athlete that can just, just that can just hum the ball, um, but he is 
you know, he 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 gets it done, right? He just rears back and just and just rips it. I, I think Saint Hilaire probably has a little bit more of a powerful powerful arm than Whitmush Champ. But I think Whitmush Champ is probably a little bit better at buying time and a little bit better at scrambling around. Uh, running ability is about the same, but I think Whitmush Champ is a little bit better just moving around in the pocket a little bit and just kind of getting comfortable. So um again, this is gonna be a this is gonna be a really, really interesting battle because I'm 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 excited to kind of see where these two guys fall in the quarterback race because you know you you throw in Nate Johnson in the mix. I mean it's going to be an interesting interesting fall to see kind of who comes out of the come out comes out of the heat. Now we, we all just kind of assume that Nate Johnson was going to be quarterback one and we also kind of assume that not both of these guys were going to end up signing at Vanderbilt, but here we are. Both these guys signed up at signed it and at Vandy. Uh, you bring in uh, the top backup at New Mexico State, who we're going to talk about here in just a second, and you bring in these two guys from Chattanooga who are just winners, man. They just battle. And they battled in the state championship. Well, unfortunately, one of them had to lose. But it's just – it's it's. I, I enjoyed watching the highlights of these guys, man. It, it, was, it was a lot, a lot of fun. And, again – it's going to be the it's going to be the guy who can pick up the scheme and who can anticipate throws, who can anticipate routes being open, who knows where people are supposed to be. That's going to win the job, and the person that's going to give the best chance in the run game. Now, all these guys have the ability to give you something in the run game. It's just it's just going to be kind of where do they fit, and that's that's going to be. That's going to be the thing, right? That's going to be the thing. So, um, I'm I'm excited for for one. Uh, I think it's going to be a lot of fun watching these quarterbacks go to work, right? It's going to be a lot of fun. And we talked about the early enrollees; they're going to be a lot of fun. Um, I'll tell you about another early enrollee: is you're getting the quarterback from New Mexico State, right? So Tim Beck comes in, and of course you're probably wondering, is he going to bring his own quarterback with him? Didn't know, wasn't sure, didn't didn't think it was going to be Diego Pavia, but Blake Berlowitz is actually uh, joining the fray. He uh, he threw for three thousand three hundred fifty four yards and fifty four touchdowns his senior year in high school. Um, he was a freshman this past season. He appeared only in one game against Liberty in October. He was 10 for 19, 134 with a tud and a pick. He also had 34 yards rushing as well. So one thing this does, one reason why I like this move is not only does it add depth. Now, I, I don't know if this guy has the talent to beat out the others. Probably not. I, I, I would be surprised, but... I've been surprised before, um, but he is somebody that definitely adds credibility to what Tim Beck is trying to do. He's somebody that adds depth and knowledge and can help these freshmen come along. Now, whether he's there or not, I, I whether he's there for that reason or not, I don't know. But I think it's a good. I think it's a good move. I think it's a really good move. You add depth. You add a little bit, like I said, you add a little bit of credibility. So, um, but the quarterback room is going to, I'm really, I'm really pleased with where the quarterback room is for Vandy right now uh, with Nate Johnson, uh, Hilaire, St. Hilaire, 
uh, Whit Muschamp and uh, and Berlowitz. I, I think you got a really good four four headed monster there. I, I, I think you're you're going to be in really really good shape. Uh, with that quarterback room. So what we're going to do, we're going to come back. We're going to wrap up the show. We're going to talk about one guy. And we're going to tell you what's going to happen on Friday's episode, which will probably be a continuation of talking about, I, I hate to say, I hate to use the word the other guys, but we're going we're gonna to talk more recruiting, more early signing day next. All right. Talking FanDuel. All right, we're talking about FanDuel. So as weather gets colder, NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get a $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's right, $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. I love playing the anytime touchdowns on the player props. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel is the official partner of the NFL. All right. Welcome back. Our third and final segment. This is a shorter segment here, um, but we're talking early national signing day. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about some of the recruits uh, overall, 45th best class according to ESPN uh, rankings, which is an improvement. Uh, they got some positions of need. They've got some depth filled in, got a couple quarterbacks in. They got three quarterbacks in this class, four quarterbacks, I should say, if you count Nate Johnson. So you got two transfers and two incoming freshmen. You got a bunch of DBs, some some defensive linemen, some rush ins to be exact. Um, going to, going to, Going to be very, very pleased. And there's uh, the February signing period as well, and I think there's some open spots there. So we'll keep you updated um, as that date comes, um, as that date approaches. We'll kind of update you on kind of where Vandy's targeting uh, some more recruits. So not done yet, but as of right now, uh, Vandy finished early national signing day with the 45th best class in the country, which would have netted them if they were in the Big 12, number four. They would have the fourth best class. So I don't know what that says about the Big 12. Uh, I don't know if that says more about the Big 12 being kind of down with Texas and Oklahoma leaving, or if that just says, okay, Vandy, you're actually not that far off as a Power 5 conference member. So I don't know. I don't know what that says. But uh, looking at Vandy's signing class, I'm very, very, again, I think we got some really good, really good talent here. And uh, one of the guys that really kind of stood out to me was Glenn Seabrooks, defensive tackle from Davidson Academy, uh, 6'2", 305 pounds, um, I think is somebody that could be a key cog on the interior of this defense. I think this was an important, important uh, signing because, again, one of the things that Vandy was bad at all around was defense. And Clark Lee made the decision to, to, to call things himself. and. If you can bolster the defensive line, you can pretty much do whatever you want. And to get some really good pass rushers and to get some really good interior guys, I think is going to make that transition a little bit easier. And so what what you're gonna what you're gonna notice is that well, hey, this is gonna be a really young team. I think they're gonna rely on a lot of these freshmen because a lot of these freshmen are probably better than the veterans they're coming in to replace. Truthfully, 
um, because when you're two and ten, you're probably not very good. Uh, you lose a lot to the transfer portal, which means you're probably even worse. Um, and, and not necessarily, I'm not calling these guys trash, but like you didn't play for a reason, right? There's not a lot of experience. So either going to, so two things are going to happen with the, with the, with the guys that didn't hit the transfer portal. Either you're going to get pushed and you're going to outperform these freshmen, which you should do, or you're going to get beat out. Right. So if you're not good enough, you've simply got to be good enough or you can be a backup or you can hit the transfer portal next season either way. But something's going to happen and you sign a class like this. Some of these guys are going to play. It's just that's just the way it is. Some of these freshmen are going to play and they're going to play very, very well. And I'm excited about Glenn Seabrooks uh, for one, because he's a he's a defensive lineman an interior one at that. And I think he's going to be really, really good. He's a local guy staying at home. So, uh, but we're like, man, like time flies when you're having fun. So uh, we're going to talk about some other guys. We're going to talk about some of these athletes, some of these receivers, some of these uh, offensive skill guys coming in uh, on our next episode here. um, As we wrap up this episode, Uh, we're going to finish the week talking about some of those guys and reacting to some of those guys and whichever ones we don't get to, uh, Christmas Day, we'll, we'll kind of wrap those things up. We'll kind of talk about some coaching stuff. We'll break some things down. We'll talk some, have some random Christmas talk uh, for Christmas Day, uh, for Christmas Day's episode. Uh, I'm gonna give, I'm gonna give you a hint. I'm gonna pre-record that one. Uh, so uh, when you get bored and you have some eggnog, you can go have some fun and listen to my uh, recruiting breakdowns. So uh, I'm not sure exactly what the content's gonna be, but it's gonna be pre-recorded nonetheless. So. Um, that being said, I thank you for listening. That's going to do it for us here on this episode. Uh, we're not done with early signing day yet. So tomorrow we're going to continue our early signing day reaction. So I'm Corey Burton. This is the locked on Vandy podcast on the locked on podcast network. Every day as you're, as you're coming on board, we thank you and we thank you for listening. Like, and subscribe, tell a friend, and we'll see you back here tomorrow to finish out the week. And as always, anchor down.